Hello and welcome to the 43rd episode of Egg Timer Philosophy, a podcast where philosophical ideas are scrambled up in about five minutes. On today's episode of the Egg Timer, we'll be taking a look at the issues of vegetarianism and animal welfare. One of the best short descriptions of these issues that I've encountered can be found in Robert Nozick's 1974 book, Anarchy, State, and Utopia. The crux of that book is meant to defend a specific version of libertarianism, but it contains many side discussions that venture into lots of different philosophical topics. Back in episode four of the Egg Timer, the side discussion of the experience machine was given its own episode. And today we take a look at another one of those side discussions involving vegetarianism and animal welfare. Quoting Nozick directly from pages 36 and 37 of Anarchy, State, and Utopia. If some animals count for something, which animals count? How much do they count? And how can this be determined? Suppose, as I believe the evidence supports, that eating animals is not necessary for health and is not less expensive than alternative equally healthy diets available to people in the United States. The gain, then, from the eating animals is pleasures of the palate, gustatory delights, varied tastes. I would not claim that these are not truly pleasant, delightful, and interesting. The question is, do they, or rather, does the marginal addition in them gained by eating animals rather than only non-animals outweigh the moral weight to be given to to the animals' lives and pain? Given that animals are to count for something, is the extra gain obtained by eating them rather than non-animal products greater than the moral cost? How might these questions be decided? And Nozick continues, We might try looking at comparable cases, extending whatever judgments we make on those cases to the one before us. For example, we might look at the case of hunting, where I assume it's not all right to hunt and kill animals merely for the fun of it. Is hunting a special case because its object that provides the fun is the chasing and maiming and death of animals? Suppose that I enjoy swinging a baseball bat. It happens that in front of the only place to swing it stands a cow. Swinging the bat, unfortunately, would involve smashing the cow's head. But I wouldn't get fun from doing that. The pleasure comes from exercising my muscles, swinging well, and so on. It's unfortunate that as a side effect, not a means of my doing this, the animal's skull gets smashed. To be sure, I could forego the swinging of the bat and instead bend down and touch my toes or do some other exercise. But this wouldn't be as enjoyable as swinging the bat. I wouldn't get as much fun, pleasure, or delight out of it. So the question is, would it be all right for me to swing the bat in order to get the extra pleasure of swinging it as compared to the best available alternative activity that does not involve harming the animal? Suppose that it's not merely a question of foregoing today's special pleasure of bat swing. Suppose that each day the same situation arises with a different animal. Is there some principle that would allow killing and eating animals for the additional pleasure this brings, yet would not allow swinging the bat for the extra pleasure it brings? What could that principle be like? Is this a better parallel to eating meat? The animal is killed to get a bone out of which to make the best sort of bat to use. Bats made out of other material don't quite give the same pleasure. Is it all right to kill the animal to obtain the extra pleasure that using the bat made out of its bone would bring? Would it be morally more permissible if you could hire someone to do the killing for you? 
What Nozick has done here is set up a moral dilemma for the reader based upon a moral analogy. That's a fairly common strategy for moral and political philosophers. The moral analogy that he sets up is between that of eating meat for reasons of pleasure or gustatory delights, as he puts it, and swinging the bat to kill an animal for reasons related to the physical pleasures of bat swinging. We should first ask, are these two things really morally analogous? There, the likely answer leans yes. They are fairly similar and analogous cases. In both cases, the person has no ill will towards the animal impacted, but their motives for pleasure direct their actions. These are not cases where a person must kill an animal to survive or swing a bat to survive. Instead, they are cases where a person gains pleasure at the expense of an animal. Smashing an animal with a baseball bat is a horrific thing and presents an awful image in one's mind. At least it does in my mind. But images of the conditions of factory farms where the majority of animal-based food is produced are also found horrific by many. The analogy holds fairly well, but if the two situations are really morally analogous, then we have the following dilemma. Either we conclude that both the smashing of the bat into the animal's skull and the eating of a hamburger are morally permissible or okay, or we have to conclude that neither is okay. If the cases are morally analogous, those are only two choices. We could go the first route and conclude that swinging the bat and eating the hamburger are both fine, but most will be very uneasy about the idea that the bat swinging exercise is morally fine. Many will just say that a person should find an alternative way to find physical pleasure in their exercise routine. But given the analogy, that view seems to commit a person to vegetarianism with a similar line of reasoning about finding alternatives to the gustatory delights other than eating meat. You can have your steak or you can swing or you can think that swinging the bat is wrong, but you can't have both. Nozick's argument is fairly compelling, especially when we consider the conditions of animals within most factory farms. But say a person gets their hamburger from a farmer who cares greatly about the welfare of her animals and raises and slaughters the animals in a humane way. In a case like that, the moral analogy between swinging the bat and eating meat is much less strong and might indeed fall apart. Maybe then a person can have their steak and consistently think that swinging the bat into the animal's skull is not all right. Nozick's argument is probably right if applied to the person buying and consuming standard packaged meat at a large grocery store, but his analogy and the dilemma that follows from it are less applicable for the person who takes care to purchase and eat meat from farms that are not analogous to the bat swinger. Until next time on Egg Timer Philosophy, wishing you good philosophical vibes.